1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: I'm struggling with my words. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is The Fan, early morning show. It's The Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. Let's put it. Let's put it together. I'm trying to channel my rage because I don't want to. I don't want to curse on the air, and I don't just want to yell because that doesn't really solve anything. That's not pleasant to listen to. If we were face to face, I might yell and get upset with you. But you know, right now, I'm just gonna just gonna try to gather my words. But the whole weekend, that was. Pittsburgh Sports. The ones that played at least. The Penguins were the best thing to come out of the weekend, and they didn't even do anything. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, uh, the lesser of all of them, the Pirates lost five to two to the Braves, but they were leading in that game. And they took a game in that series against the uh the only team in baseball right now with over 90 wins. It's gonna get worse from there. Uh how about the uh the Pitt Panthers losing to Cincinnati. 27 to 21 and the the offense didn't look great and they mounted a comeback and that would have been fine but Phil Dracovic said some words after the game that we we can talk about we could definitely we could definitely talk about it because he said something that you really don't want to say and I feel like we're going to I don't want to say you know hate him but like he's losing a lot of people from what he said after the game about fans booing him for completing 10 passes on Saturday. We'll talk about that. And then the Steelers. This revitalized, this new-looking, this this really great and inspiring offense. Matt Canada's turning it around. Everything's fantastic on the offensive side of the ball. Bam, shut down. Stop. Seven points scored in the whole game. In the first half, they had one net yard gained before that touchdown, before the touchdown drive. One net yard gained in the whole game. I understand low-scoring games. It's fine in certain times. The 49ers are are a great team. They had high expectations. They had a lot to prove. Brock Purdy had a lot to prove. But one total net yard of offense and five straight, three and outs to start the game. Unacceptable. Not good. Not good. And I'm getting mad. So we'll take our first call of the day of the morning, Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Good morning.
1: You're on the radio.
2: And, all right, hang on. You hung up. Well, I heard my echo in there. Yeah, I'm starting to get – well, I heard myself. I'm trying to calm down. I want to talk to you guys. I want to have a conversation. If you want to call in, you can, 412-928-9370. Just give your thoughts. You can also hit me up on X at Callas underscore three three. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore three three. I know the 49ers – are a great team. I wouldn't have been surprised if the 49ers won the game. That's not necessarily why I'm upset. I think it's an absolute embarrassment, though, when you have one total net yard and a bunch of plays that got losses. I mean, they gained yards on plays, but the total yard sum was taken back because they were losing yards on their plays. Five straight three and outs to start. And then the 49ers chipped away, chipped away. Paul Zeiss said it on the the Black and Gold Game Day show three hours before the game. That show is broadcast. And Paul Zeiss said, you got to stop the run. This 49ers team likes to run it. They like to chip away and chip away and chip away. And he was right because they did. And on top of that, the offense went out there and had five straight three and outs. That doesn't help the defense. I thought it was a great effort by the Steelers defense in that first half. Got to call her, 412 Hello, you're on the air. Yeah,
1: Hello. Um,
2: it's been a long time since I saw Pitt and the Steelers literally get their tail whooped. Yeah. I mean, the physicality of both of those games, um, I, I don't know what to say. You know, as far as the 49ers, they're a great team. Mm-hmm. Steelers had no business really even playing those guys. I'll just be <laughs> honest. They, they're just out of the league. Um, you know, but both uh, coaches, Narduzzi and uh, Tomlin,
1: I hope they you know, they get those guys out there in their practice until the tongues hang out because you're right. Um, this weekend, you know, it's the first time I heard booze from uh, Saturday to Sunday. And it was deserved. Uh,
2: yes, it that was. Performance,
1: yeah, that, that performance just was awful. But uh, we'll see how these guys respond.
2: Yes, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. I'm a little – I'm a little less angry at Pitt for how they played because they were mounting a comeback. It wasn't a great start, but they mounted a comeback, and they almost were there. It was Phil Drakovic's comments that got me a little, little dicey, and we'll talk about those um, as the show goes goes on because you can't blame the fans for booing you for poor for performance on a stage like that. You just can't. That's what I'm really upset about is his reaction how the fans responded. But they, they were coming back, and they, they inspired some confidence because of that comeback. The Steelers altogether, though, did not inspire confidence because, I mean, the, the score and the offensive numbers is just not great. All right. Another caller at 412-928-9370. Good morning. Morning. How are you today? Not great. How are you?
1: Uh, extremely upset. How do you have two weeks off to prepare for a team and do absolutely nothing? for five possessions.
2: Yep. Yep. And that's why I feel bad for the defense, too. They barely got a rest. Five straight three and outs. Three and outs. Not just they didn't score. Three and outs. I think it's Matt Canada. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, that guy's a joke. I agree. I don't know why they kept him after
1: last year.
2: Well, you know, they like to sustain contracts, and thanks for the call. I appreciate it. They like to sustain those contracts. They don't fire coaches. They let contracts expire. So I'm not surprised that they've kept him understanding that pattern that they have. I'm still not going to be happy about it. All right, we got another caller, 412-928-9370. What's your name? Hey, it's Will. Hi, Will. What's on your mind?
1: I'm just a little frustrated because I figured our game plan. Yeah, just a little bit. I figured our game plan was going to be to run the ball. And Najee Harris only had like six touches.
2: Yeah, they started the game passing. They started every drive, I think, passing, from what I saw. Until the fifth three and out when they ran, ran, and then passed.
1: Yeah, Kenny looked panicked in the pocket too. Like if you looked at Brock Purdy, he kinda hung in there. Yeah, he took a couple sacks, but Purdy looks so
2: in there. agile. I mean, I think Purdy in that game too proved that he is legit, that he could beat the, you know, average to below average teams with ease. The way he played. And you're right, Pickett looked hesitant and afraid in some cases. He wasn't protected all that much on those pass plays.
1: Yeah, it was just it was frustrating overall. But yeah. hopefully we get better, you know. It's just week one.
2: That's true. Will thanks for the call. I'll I'll get to you know that too. I'll come down to earth after I take all these calls because right now I'm in frustrated mode. Will is right, it's only week one, but uh we're still I'm still I'm still gonna be frustrated. Here for the next few minutes. Another call, 412-928-9370. What's your name? Dave, thanks for taking my call. Hi, Dave. Hey, uh, I honestly, it looked like Matt Canada sat down with the defensive coordinator of
1: the San Francisco 49ers (laughs) and showed him what we were going to do. His (laughs) offense is so vanilla, it's almost sickening. And I know it's only the first game. But if they would have lost 30 to 20, I would have been okay. Me too. But seven points Mm -hmm. off a time when you've had 14 days at least to, to make a game plan. And you know what? You can play in Canada all you want, but he would only be the coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers and nobody else. Tomlin needs to go. We need a fresh start. I don't understand what people don't see. Thank you for taking my call.
2: Well, thank you for calling, Dave. I appreciate it. Reasonable thoughts there, especially after a loss, right after a loss. Reasonable thoughts. Get rid of Tomlin. Fresh start. Sure. Yeah, no. I, I, I get the feeling. Because I'm frustrated, too. I was sick watching that game. But it's not even just that, too, that they only scored seven points. It was so bad that until the end of the first half, they had one net yard of offense. And that's been like a meme. That's been a a post that's been going around socials like from national people that graphic that Fox put on the screen toward the end of the first half the the 49ers were almost at 300 yards and the Steelers had one net yard one net yard toward the end of the first half no not good got another caller four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. what's your name Danny. All right, Danny, what, uh, what's on your mind?
1: Uh, listen, I, I, I'm i not a Matt Canada defender, but Matt Canada didn't throw the ball over all the receivers' heads. Matt Canada didn't throw the ball behind the receivers all day. Matt Canada didn't have happy feet in the pocket. Matt Canada didn't look shell-shocked. That was Kenny Pickett. There's uh-huh. a reason everyone passed on him in the first round. He's not an NFL quarterback, Period. Ooh. Kenny Pickett is the blame for this loss. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. Now, 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 listen, I understand those comments, too. I'm a little less sensitive to Kenny Pickett. Uh, they tried to go deep on third down on the first drive, and Deontay Johnson fell down, couldn't even go up for the football. I don't blame that on Pickett. He was throwing behind receivers. There was one play where they had a touchdown before they scored their first. They had a touchdown, and he threw it behind the receiver, The receiver couldn't catch it. I think it was Johnson again. So, okay. Kenny Pickett, blame Pickett. I'll take that for now. I don't necessarily agree. We can agree to disagree. But I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying we're not aligned on those thoughts. Uh, we got another caller. 412-928-9370. Good morning. What's your name? Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. What's up? Hey, I'm extremely angry this weekend. I mean,
1: the Panthers... The Steelers and the Pirates, out of all of them, yeah, the Pirates I can understand that they're they've got a lot of young players. They
2: came out winners. But they they won a game this weekend against a ninety-win right. baseball team. They win this weekend to me of those three, and and, and they were pretty good doing that. Yeah, now, the
1: Panthers they they were on the comeback. Uh, I'll give them that. I don't like the comments either, but the Steelers. I don't agree with that last caller. You can't blame it all on Kenny Pickett because when they went in that two minute off that two minute drill, they were making plays. Right, yeah. No, I agree. They were making plays. I mean that comes down to Canada because I don't think he had a hand in that. And that two minute off uh, offense drill they were they were running there. And they got that net yard. I think somebody tripped and got
2: that yard. <laughs> hey, ah, very good. My call. Very good. You're welcome. And thank you for calling. Appreciate it. All right, one more on the line right now, Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. You can call in and, and get a phone line, but we'll take this uh, person right now. Good morning. What's your name? My name's Alex. Hi, Alex. What's on your mind?
1: Man, I was just calling. A lot of people hate on Tomlin, and I wasn't one of them. But as we stand there and just implode in the first five possessions, and he just stands there with his arms folded, and, like, Cowell would be losing his mind. And mm. Matt Canada, like, this isn't college. We don't – Everyone's fast. You can't run around the outside. I don't know. I was excited for the season, and after that, uh not so much.
2: Not so much. All right, I Alex. Kinda,
1: kinda wanna see. Kinda wanted to see Mitch. Kinda not. Kinda agree with the last caller, but it wasn't all on Kenny. They just started terribly.
2: All right, Alex. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, all reasonable thoughts. Everybody that called in for a morning after a loss like that. I'll give you all reasonable calls. None of those terrible. You can weigh in at 412-928-9370. Okay, here's my, here's my thoughts uh, while I have an opportunity, and you can you can get a phone line uh, in right now at 412-928-9370. You can also talk to me if you just want to uh, tag me in a post. You're welcome to, and I'll read your comments as I find them uh, interesting at uh, Callas underscore three That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore three on X. Okay, so... Uh, Steelers did not play well, obviously. Okay. Uh, the quarterback situation with Kenny Pickett, I don't think that it was all his fault. I don't think that – I'm not going to deem him not an NFL quarterback after that. Now, if you're doubting him after that performance, that's that's okay. That's okay. I think it's reasonable to, to do that. Uh, the Steelers are not going to win a Super Bowl the way they played yesterday. And even if they go on and they win – those ten games that they were predicted to win, by many optimistic Steeler fans, that's uh, that's still not going to win them a Super Bowl because there is there are teams out there that scheme better and have better personnel, and so if that you know hurts your hopes, I'm sorry, but they're not winning a Super Bowl like that. That's just that's at the end of the day, that's not it. They, they had a lot of flaws that were exposed. Now I'm not mad at Pickett, and one caller brought this up. I'm not mad at Pickett because. They started to do their hurry-up offense toward the end of the first half. They started to do. They started to take risks. They went forward on fourth down um, a couple times, and they got into the end zone. And Pickett, you know, moving around the pocket and being agile the way that he can was inspiring. The way that they finished that drive was inspiring. They went into half halftime, twenty to seven. was the score. It, it gave you some optimism. And. I was optimistic myself because I'm like okay, they're figuring something out. They they might get to 14 or t- or 21 if they keep this up and maybe the 49ers have a head start, but at least okay, they'll figure it out and they'll look better and it'll be more confidence inspiring, you know, as the season moves forward. At least if they demonstrate that they can make adjustments. They didn't make adjustments though. That's on Matt Canada to make those adjustments. Pickett is an agile quarterback, and he looks scared in the pocket. He looks stiff, staying in the box, trying to force passes that don't work, or doing checkdowns, doing checkdowns, uh, the the running backs trying to to run, uh, and they can't get to to holes, whether that's the line's fault, whatever it may be. But I don't think that Pickett, the way that they used him as a quarterback, was the most efficient. And I watched the, the, the Giants play. Uh, last night on Sunday Night Football, and I'm watching Daniel Jones move all throughout the pocket. I'm watching him run the ball, and that's really what it is these days is having those quarterbacks that are agile and that can move and have the threat of running, you get more space that way. If the defense doesn't suspect that you're going to run the football, they're not going to bring so many guys in. They're going to cover, and as you saw, the 49ers covered the Steelers entirely. There was no threat to Kenny Pickett. It didn't feel like Kenny Pickett was ever going to get out of the pocket and run. They didn't really have any designed plays to use Kenny Pickett's agility. Now, whether you blame Pickett for not being agile enough to be an NFL quarterback or whether you blame Canada for not putting those plays in, the bottom line is that they had one drive where they were in the hurry-up offense where they made a score happen, where they scored seven. They got a touchdown. They got into the end zone. And that's why I blame Canada in this case because he's not making the adjustments as the coach to set the offense uh, offense up for success. There weren't too many adjustments made and I don't think Pickett's being used the way in in, a, in the most efficient way that you can with him. And that's that to me is frustrating. That to me uh, makes me upset. If he's not being used in the way that can make him the most efficient quarterback, then the team's not going to do well. That's my take on it. As the offensive coordinator, you've got to make the adjustments. you got to use all the weapons to their most efficient. And if you're not going to take risks in the second half after your team's already down by what was it? 20-7. I'm not good at math this morning. 13. They were down by 13 going into that second half. Time to take risks. Like, I want to see more risks taken. I don't want safety plays anymore. I don't want the, the offense to play it safe. Like get to take more risks. Use Pickett on the ground. Use the ground game a little more because they passed a lot. They did a whole lot of check downs and then randomly tried to throw deep balls. But if you're if you're trying to throw deep balls on third down, uh the defense is going to expect that, especially when it's third and long. So you know, have the defense guessing a little bit is Pickett going to run it? Are they going to hand it off? To, to a back? Are they going to pass it? Are they going to who are they going to pass it to? Like, have the defense questioned a little bit more. I get San Francisco's good, but there were no adjustments that I saw being made, and that's the most frustrating part. And Pickett was just stuck in the pocket, scared, trying to run around, trying to stay in there and get passes off, and not being used to his most efficient level. That's why I blame Canada. I can't blame Tomlin because. Okay, no, hold on. Let me rephrase that. I can blame Tomlin a little bit, but if you're if you have a coordinator and you've hired a coordinator to do the job of putting together plays and making adjustments and being the specialist at, you know, giving the team methods to score and to move the ball, then I've got to hold you responsible for that. Now, if you blame Tomlin because he hired Canada or he accepted Canada onto the coaching staff, that's fair. I'm not going to disagree with that. But while Canada's on the uh, on the coaching staff, I'm still going to be upset at him and directly at him. And I get the other caller mentioned as well, Tom was just sitting there with his arms folded. Yeah, I get that. It doesn't look like he's all animated on the sideline, that he's uh, super frustrated. He's very chill. He's got those sunglasses on during those day games, right? That's what he does. He He doesn't show – a whole lot of emotion he just stands there and watches the team crumble 4129289370 i got to get to a break when i come back i'll take more calls i got people on the line you can grab a line yourself now if you want 412 412- 928-9370, hit me up on X at Callis underscore 3. That's C-A-L-L-A-S. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis, and this is the Fan Early Morning Show on Sports Radio 937 The Fan.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of they are so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. September is truck month at Sun Chevy. Come see their half ton and three quarter ton Silverados. Visit sunchevy.com. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. It's the Fan Early Morning Show, and more people want to talk on the phone. i got time for a couple more callers, so if you're on the line, stay there. We'll take this first one. Good morning. What's your name? Hello? Yeah, yeah this is Denny from Bell Denny, what's on your mind? Uh, I just wanted to agree with you with uh, with this Matt Canada nonsense. Right. The guy's playbook is about as big as a, the monthly sell ad for Giant Eagle. <laughs> I don't know oh. why they kept him around. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, Danny, I hear Unbelievable. you. Thank, thank you for the call, Denny. I appreciate it. And thank you for agreeing. That's uh, always nice. I do also encourage dissent. But when you agree, uh, I won't argue with you. All right, one more caller. four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Good morning. What's your name?
1: Hey, good morning, Nick. This is Austin. How are you?
2: Good. How are you? Uh, it's a Monday morning, so I guess as good as I'm going to get, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm frustrated. I mean, I'm doing... <laughs> physically well but frustrated what's yeah, on your mind sir mentally not so much well you know uh, I agree with a lot of the points the callers have made I'm not ready to throw the book out on Kenny Pickett yet but one of the things that concerned me um you know maybe outside of T.J. Watt was the defense um I thought the corners got got beat a lot I thought our defensive line got bullied
1: and not only that the amount of injuries we had in the first game of the season
2: right that's not great now I will say this though when when the when the offense goes five straight three and outs, I don't really blame the defense. That is a good point, yeah. I mean, it is hard to hard to do that, but it, it, it was just hard to overlook at the time. But, no, I get that point for sure. Yeah, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's – I can't blame the defense. I mean, the, the, the 49ers were undoubtedly chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. So, they were difficult to stop, but it doesn't help the defense when – the offense is pulling those three and outs, so I don't really blame the defense for that loss. I mean, they gave up a lot of points, but it's the same story as last year, and that's why it's that frustrates me as well. Oh boy, now I'm losing it a uh, little bit. All right, cooling down a little bit. Okay, that's why it's frustrating on uh, uh, from this perspective because when you look at it, when you watch that game yesterday, there were a lot of problems. That were consistently happening. That happened last season. The defense struggled a lot last season because the offense wouldn't stay on the field and w- wasn't putting together meaningful drives in the entire first half of the year. Now they won a bunch of games in the second half, and many of your theories might be proven correct. Uh, for those of you that said before that um, that the second half of the year that the team played, uh, the Steelers played poor teams, and that's why they were doing well. And I might buy that, too, especially when they play a team like the 49ers. I'm open to buying that theory now a little bit more than I was because it's the same problems. The defense did as good as they can do for how long they were on the field yesterday, especially in that first half. So I don't don't blame the defense much. And it's a shame that uh, some players got hurt. But I don't blame the defense for losing that game, uh, for giving up points because the offense did not do its job and burn out the clock and give them time to rest. If you have five straight three and outs to start the game, of course the defense is going to be tired. Of course the defense is not going to be its most efficient. That's my take on it. All right, I wanted to bring up Phil Dracovic real quick, and I'm running out of time, so let me just say this. Uh, I hate the players who are upset about the booze that happened during games, especially when you don't perform well. Booze are a form of feedback for fans to feel important and express their emotions in the game. It's a part of sports. It happens, and I'm just not so pleased that he went out and made the comments that, well, if you're a grown man booing, that's pathetic. You don't call the fans pathetic. You don't call the people that support you pathetic. And even if they're booing, they're booing because they care. They're booing because they want to share their feedback and they want to express their displeasure, and they want you to do better. So use that as inspiration to do better. Don't blame the fans outright for booing. I think that that's not that's not great, especially with the way he performed on Saturday. It wasn't a great performance. the 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 crowd was just expressing their displeasure, and they're allowed to express their displeasure. Uh, as a player, if you acknowledge the boos and you express your displeasure with the fans' displeasure, you're not going to be around for for long, I don't think. At least in the fans good graces because overall I do believe that the fans want to support him and want him to do well and they care enough to express their emotions
1: okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe